Hello, everyone. Man, it's good to be back. Welcome to the Megan Perspective Podcast. Uh, This is season two, y'all. How are you doing? I hope you're well. Happy New Year. Um, Well, first off, let me get this out of the way. Yeah. Um, If you're the first time listening to this podcast or if you're a returning listener, thank you for tuning in. Um, the, the Megan Perspective podcast is a weekly podcast sharing real stories from real people. And the whole hope and purpose behind this podcast is helping raise up your faith, hope, and mindset. And the whole idea of this podcast is to remind you and my guests and myself that you have something to say. So without further ado, welcome to episode one of season two. Uh, Like I said, I am your host, Megan. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the hope and purpose of this podcast. And I am super excited because, let me tell you, little sneak peek of season two, guys. It's going to be amazing. I've already recorded some of our future guests that you will be listening to. And let me just tell you, some awesome people, great stories, um, fantastic just encouragement and advice and um, just different things that you can apply to your life and different perspectives that you can um, learn a lot from. So I'm super Super honored to have the guests that I have for uh, season two, and you might even hear some, uh, some, um, you know, past guests coming back on the show as well. So I am very excited about that. And um, yes, let's get into it. Um, It's just me today because I put it out on Instagram and Facebook. Which, if you don't already follow me already, go check me out. Um, I have the description. I have. Uh, not the description, the link, and all the my handles and everything in the description of this podcast episode. So feel free to go check that out and follow me so you can stay up to date on who I have on the podcast. And I have some pretty cool um, little enhancements to the podcast and social media this time around as well. So hey, check it out. You know, share it with your friends. Uh, join the movement of what this podcast is about and what it stands for. Um, Because I believe, not only do I believe, but I know in my heart that God has given us all something to say. Um, He's given us things that are inside of us and also things that come alive and need to be shared with others once we go through um, hard times or, you know, exciting times or triumphs and trials. And, um, we can't keep them to ourselves, just like we can't keep, you know, a good a good sale at a certain store or um, the salvation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So why would you want to hide that stuff, right? Why wouldn't you want to share that with the world? And uh, that's what that's kind of what sparked in my mind uh, about two years ago now. I've started the podcast a year ago, but um really started thinking about it two years ago and I'm so glad even though I knew nothing um, that I started up this podcast and it means so much to me to hear the feedback and to hear um, just how these people's stories have really impacted you the listener 
Um, so thank you so much for being a part of this and thank you so much for your support and love and um, it really means a lot to me. Well, if you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, a few little, let's do some life updates, shall we, before we get into it. Oh, first of all, I forgot to mention, I started to say that I, it's just me today because um, on social media, I put a poll out saying, okay, do you want to hear from me or do you want to hear from a guest and me? And so uh, overwhelmingly people said me. So I was like, well, okay, all right, I'll do the first episode, um, which I am very happy uh, to be sharing what I'm going to be sharing today, which I'll get into in a little bit. Um, it's actually been something that's been on my mind and on my heart for uh, probably for almost a year, coming up on a year now. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to be sharing that with you all. And I really hope that you can um, relate to it and you can get a lot out of it and be encouraged by it too. You know, it's not just something or a topic that I'm going to be sharing that, you know, is just fluff. I, I want to give you guys some substance to listen to and things that will encourage you right where you are, no matter what your life looks like right now. So, um, a little bit about me, if you don't know who I am. I am Megan Hendrickson. I am 22 years old, and um, I'm a young entrepreneur. I'm a daughter, sister, um, martial artist, uh, artist, um, as well, probably probably should put a, should have spaced those things. I am an art lover and art creator. There we go. Um, I am somebody who loves people and somebody who loves their stories, loves just people who are themselves. And uh, that's a, who a lot of these people on the podcast are and who I want to share with you. So again, thank you for listening. And um Let's just get into this, guys, okay? Because I, I, I didn't. Okay, here, I didn't know when to share this um, topic, and uh, I've already titled the episode, so you kind of get an idea of what it is. Um, but just some context behind it. Um, I, I'm just gonna be plain Jane honest with you, okay? Not a lot of people know um, that are outside of like my personal circles, but I am going through and my family is going through the hardest time um, personally in our lives that we have ever faced. I mean, we've experienced some things, not just to be like, oh, we've gone through, you know, hard times, but I can really honestly say that this is one of the hardest things we have gone through in our life and basically it's uh, my father's health and just it just it, there's a lot of details to it and uh, God knows exactly what's going on um, so if you would like to join us in prayer um, I don't need to give you a whole bunch of details just you know if you would pray for uh, his body and his health and uh, direction and healing for that and it has a lot to do with a malpractice that happened to him. Uh, all, it all started back in like 1995, way before my sister and I were born. And um, I think he talked a little bit about that 
on the episode of him and my mom. So it's at episode 15. Um, I cross my heart and promise you. Um, my dad talked a little bit about his uh, health issues and health um, just history. And it's really extensive. And um, he's really been through a lot in his life. And so some of those are related to that and just, you know, different things like that. So so we're going through that. And um, when I put a pause on the podcast, it was only about what are we in February now? So January, December. Yeah, it was the beginning of December. I put a pause. So I was putting out an episode consistently every week for six months, um, which I don't even know how that happened, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I went in starting this podcast not wanting to stop. So I'm very proud of myself that, you know, I did that. Uh, but at the same time, you kind of look back at something and be like, wow, every week for six months. Like, that's that's a long time, you know. Um, so in that, like, be proud of the things that you've already done, you know. Like, don't – I know we always strive to, like, do more and be more and, you know, get more stuff done. But at the same time, like, you know, sometimes you don't realize – what you've accomplished until you like look stop and like look back a little bit you know that that was a little bit of an encouragement right there um but I had to put a pause because uh put a close to like season one because my dad's health and my grandmother's health were not doing well and they're still not doing well so obviously family comes first and so I decided with the holidays and everything as well, let's put a pause. Fast forward two weeks before uh, Christmas, my grandmother went into the ICU and um, she did come out of it. And but she I mean, she we we almost lost her. It was it was really bad. Um, her she basically had so much carbon dioxide in her body um, because she's on full house oxygen, and for some reason, her body was collecting carbon dioxide, and she was, like, I mean, it's, it's a miracle from God that she survived that, um, so I'm very grateful for that, and so she does need a little bit of a heart procedure coming up here, um, but she's doing much better, and I praise God for that, um, I lo- I'm very cr- close to my grandmother. Um, and then <laughs> my dad, the day before Christmas Eve, which is also my mom's birthday, um, he went into the ER. And that was a really uh, heart-wrenching experience because if you're listening to this live, um, you know, meaning in the in the year of like 2021, uh, you know, we're still kind of dealing with COVID and stuff like that. So there's a lot of restrictions to like people going into the hospital that aren't admitted, you know, stuff like that. So we just didn't know how long he was going to be in there. Would he be okay? Um, which he was released before Christmas because they couldn't do anything for him. But it's just long story short, it's been a long drawn out roller coaster. And um, he. You know, we're still praying for God to really do his will, whether that be he, you know, is healed directly from God or 
if he's healed through a doctor or whatever that may be. So, um, it's anyway, it's been a really rough time. But, and so obviously I was like, you know, I'm putting a pause <laughs> to this podcast until things clear up. And then it, it hit me. Um, I really felt like the Lord just put it on my heart. Because, uh, I mean, I to be quite honest with you, I was like, I'm not restarting this until, like, things are okay. And then, out of nowhere, I just felt like God really just was pressing on my heart and saying, no, you need to... You need to start recording new episodes. You need to reach out to those people that you've had on your list since the beginning, before even you started the podcast at all. And you need to follow through with this. You need to keep going. Even though things are going on in your life that are completely out of your control, you don't know what type of a timeline is on them, you need to keep going. And I was like, but God... No, I need to make sure everything is okay. I need to make sure everybody's okay. Um, Because that's a big part of my personality, if you know me personally. I want to make sure everybody's okay. And uh, sometimes I will abandon myself in the process. But, you know, that's that's just a characteristic of people who want to make sure others are taken care of. And so... (laughs) But I couldn't ignore ignore what God was putting on my heart. And so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you. You know, this is this is what you want me to do. So that's what I've been doing. And I'm so so glad that this podcast is back. And I'm not doing it for me. Um I'm not doing it for me. This podcast is for you. This podcast is for whoever is listening to this. I don't know if you know me personally. I don't know if you're in another country. I don't know because we're, I mean, we're all over the world now. We're in eight different countries, um, which blows my mind. Um, (laughs) I don't know who you are. I don't know if you know me or you don't know me. It doesn't matter. If you're listening to this, you're listening to this for a reason. And you may not even know that reason, but God does. And this podcast I gave to him and he's doing what he wants with it. Uh, Sure, we get deep. Sure, we laugh. Sure, we share real stories. Just regular people having conversations. But in the middle of it, in the meat and potatoes of it, I want you... I want you to get something out of it. I want God to move throughout the stories and the people and the words and the advice that comes through this podcast and into however you're listening. Um, Through your earbuds, through your car, through your phone, whatever it is. That's what this podcast is about. This podcast is about you knowing in your heart and feeling empowered that you are loved, that you matter, that you're enough. And I don't ever want you to doubt, like I once did, that you don't have something to say. So that's why that's kind of like the tagline of this podcast. I wanted that to be known that you, who are listening to this, have something to say. That the person that I bring on here that is completely blindsided because they're like, you want me to be a guest on a podcast? Uh, Like, what? 
yeah, they have something to say. I have something to say. We all have something to say. Don't ever let your voice not be loud. Don't let it be quiet. You have things that you can share with other people. And it could help them. So never doubt yourself. Don't listen to the lie of the enemy. So with all that, (laughs) I'm so happy to be back. Um, So let's get to, because I don't want to make this episode super long. Um, But (sighs) let's get to the message, shall we? So the message, um, really quickly, I just slammed my phone down. You probably heard that um, with my notes app getting all fired up but no so I give you all this context like I'm going through this thing and all this stuff right you may be going through something we're all going through something you know you always see that quote uh people post it or you hear it where it's like um be kind because you never know you know all of us are facing a battle be kind always be kind because you you never know what kind of a battle the person next to you or the person you're talking to or the person you see every day or the person you work with, or the person you work out with, um, whatever it may be, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they're facing in their mind, in their life, whatever it may be, in their body, their health. Um, It's so important to be mindful of that. You know, I always like to say, because, you know, I mean, it's very hard to remember that. But, you know, I like to say, you know, you... You know what you go through. You know what's running through your mind. You know the battles that you are facing. So think about that for another person. You know, what are the things that you don't share with others that no one knows about, but maybe between you and God, you know, or between you and a a very trusted close friend? Just think about every single person has that. You know what I mean? So always be mindful. Um, But through that, I've been taught over these past many months, um, year that we're now coming up on of being, you know, in the world of COVID, in the world of quarantine, in the world of all these things that have happened, you know, in our world. I've been learning the ways of the refiner. I've been learning about pressure. And you may be wondering, okay, who's the refiner? What pressure are you talking about? Are you talking about the song that's like pressure? I'm not about to sing on this pop. Pressure. Pushing down on me. Pushing down on you. I did it. Okay, whatever. That's not my real singing voice. Uh, my mom is probably laughing right now listening to this. Love you, mom. Um, (laughs) I'm not talking about that pressure. Uh, the refiner is, is God. And the pressure is life, is the thing that's driving you nuts, is, uh, on your mind. I mean, pressure comes from all sides, right? Pressure is not just excluded to one way you know gravity that is that's pushing you down right but pressure pressure comes from all sides pressure comes from inside your mind pressure comes from outside 
of you, from other people, from their opinions, from their words. Um, pressure comes from everything. Pressure comes from your family, from your friends. Pressure comes from social media. Pressure comes from teachers. Pressure comes from instructors and trainers and everything. Status quos, right? I mean, you name it. You Think about the pressures of life, you know. What's your pressure right now? What's a pressure you've had in the past that you're like, I can't believe I, I got out of that. I can't believe that I was pinned to the floor, pinned in the corner. I, not just the floor. I was pinned to the corner of the room. Pressure was coming from down, side, underneath me. I was just pinned. I was pinned in that corner because the pressure was just too much. And then all of a sudden, it lifted off. So I'm talking about that pressure tonight, today. Whenever you're listening to this. Um, and this this topic came up in my mind probably in April of 2020. And I knew I was supposed to talk about this. But it was funny because God gave it to me. He's like, all right, this is something. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this something? He's like, you're going to do something with it. I'm like, okay, when? And I didn't get an answer. <laughs> Uh, but I just felt like he was saying, you need to learn, you need to go through some stuff before you can speak from this, not about this, but from this. And so that's what I'm about to share with you guys. I feel like this is something that I'll definitely, I'll keep developing, but, um, you know, I can come from a place of knowing this now, and I hope it can help you as well. So, let's talk about what the word refiner means. And I looked up refiner on good old Google, and it's a noun, and it means a person, device, or substance that removes impurities, sediment, or other unwanted matter from something. So think about that. Refiner means a person, device, or substance that removes impurities, sediment, or other unwanted matter from something. And so basically, you know, you, you could think of some everyday life things. You could think about, you know, oil, right? There's a refining process with oil. Crude oil is refined to produce different petroleum products like gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Um, for the conversion to take place, crude oil is heated and introduced into the dis, uh, distillation tower. And in the tower, oil is broken down into various petroleum products. Um and it and you know I I did all this research on like different refining processes. And it's funny because when I was looking at how this was done, I always I always like to, you know, take things I learned and like apply it to life too. And it says that the three main steps of refining, like the refining process of the oil is the three major types of operation are performed to refine the oil into finished products. Separation, 
conversion, and treating. An oil refinery or petroleum refinery is an industrial process plant where crude oil is transformed and refined into more useful products such as petroleum, uh, gasoline, diesel fuel, asphalt base, heating oil, kerosene, liquefied petroleum gas, jet fuel, and fuel oils. And then also, um, so I, I looked up that, right? And then I was looking up some other materials that are refined, like metals, again, petroleum, uh, silicone, uh, so silicon, sorry, sugar, flour, table salt, vegetable oil, um, air, <laughs> that was funny, but it's true, air and glass. And so the thing about the oil was, you know, you start with this one thing, this one product, and you can think about like God starts with us, right? He starts with this one, one person as, as they are, and he refines us. And when does he refine us? He refines us when pressure is in our life and when pressure is added to the original product. And sometimes you can't get a certain thing or learn a certain thing without pressure. And I know some of you are cringing right now. <laughs> I am a little bit as well. Um, but in order for us to learn certain things that God wants us to learn or to experience certain things that God wants us to experience or to understand, to come, like I was saying before, to understand and to not only talk about things, but come from things. There's, there's a difference there. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I could be a teacher, right? And I could teach, uh, let's just say martial arts, you know, I'm in martial arts. Oh, you know, let's say I have no experience in martial arts, but I want to teach martial arts. Oh, I'm going to tell you how to do this kick, and I'm going to tell you how to fight. I'm going to tell you how to do this and that. Oh, okay. You're good to go. You can go into a tournament. Um, I don't know about that. How 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 am I going to take... How, how would you take me if I wanted to teach you martial arts, but I knew zilch about martial arts, but I was teach I was trying to teach you how to do something about something versus someone who's been in martial arts their whole life has trained has has sweated and maybe even bled a little bit and you know fallen gotten back up failed succeeded you know they, they've gone through all the all the things they've experienced all the emotions they've experienced all the good times and the bad times Injuries, you know, rank advancements, and they're teaching you about martial arts. Not teaching you about, but they're they're teaching, they're teaching you from a place of learning, from knowing themselves through actually going through not only the motions, but actually working through it from a place of knowledge, from a place of experience. You get what I'm saying? I, th I think it's such a powerful thing to realize that I, ho I hope the analogies are making sense because it hit me. It's like 
you know, we look at things and, you know, people are always like, well, if there's a God, why do all bad things happen? Why do these bad things happen? Or, you know, all these good people, all, all this stuff they have to deal with. And, you know, it seems like prayers are never answered and all this stuff. And, hey, that's a real honest question. You know, we've all asked them. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with asking those questions. Because guess what? God loves those questions. He really does. The thing is, there's something so powerful about needing help, about knowing the one with the answers, knowing the one, not only with the answers and the solutions, but the one who already had them planned out way before your existence and trusting in him and giving him you're all giving him all your burdens, all your cares, all your worries, and just saying, God, I give it to you because you're the author of my story. You already know the solution to this problem. You already know these pressures that are coming on me. And through the pressure, and here's another thing I learned, pressure, it has to go somewhere. Pressure just doesn't like, you know, if I'm, if I'm pushing, you know, on a, on a person, you know, I'm like, like I have hands out, right? A hand out and the person has a hand out and we're like, you know, putting our hands together palm to palm and I'm pushing on the person and they're not pushing back. My pressure, my force is going to push them. So they're going to move, right? Pressure has to go somewhere. Gravity, for example, has to go somewhere. So when gravity is pushing down on a, a little branch that fell from a tree, it has to go to the ground. Well, the pressure, once it hits the ground, has to go somewhere. So sometimes, you know, the branch might break or, you know, it might make a little indention in the dirt. Pressure has to go somewhere. It doesn't just dissolve. Um so when pressures of life are coming at us from whatever it may be, and I'm sure you could think of one or maybe even many in your own life right now, what are the pressures that are coming at you? You know, just think of those in your mind and think, okay, this pressure is coming at me. What am I going to do with that pressure? Is this pressure going to break me? When it served its purpose, it served its time, and it hits the ground, am I going to break? Or am I going to use that pressure to do something else? Am I going to use that pressure to become stronger? Am I going to use that pressure to go and make a purpose out of it? Am I going to be purposeful? Am I going to ask God, Lord, what are you trying to show me through this pressure? Um... Because there's so many examples of how pressure, you know, applied to something. I mean, think about gold even, you know, gold and precious metals, like when they're refining gold, you know, you the miners dig the gold out of the ground and they're refining it and, they're, and then they got to purify it. I mean, it has to go through, they have to heat it up, right? They have to heat it up and melted and, and then it becomes pure 
sometimes the pressures of life does that to us and we think we're going to burn up. We think we're going to just dissolve. And I truly believe that God does things and has us go through these things for our benefit and for the benefit of a far larger picture than what we see in front of us. Far beyond the pressure. You know what I mean? And we are not going to know what the intention of that pressure is until sometimes way past the pressure has has been gone. You know what I mean? I mean, I can think of so many examples in my own life when I didn't think the pressure would stop. Um, I thought of one example of, and maybe you can think of some examples as well, of pressures or different difficult times that you've been through in the past where God brought you through them or you learned something through that pressure, through that time of refinery and you became so much more equipped. You added something to your toolbox after that, something that really shifted your whole life after that moment, after that experience, after that pressure. And can you think of some time that you let that pressure guide you that when things were crumbling on your own life, you decided to direct that pressure towards like a, a good pressure towards someone else. You get what I'm saying? Like, for example, um, maybe, you know, you're, you're going through a hard time financially and you can't give money or you can't, you know, you can't buy certain things or um, have certain luxuries that you have before, and maybe you can't tithe, or maybe you can't, you know, um, donate with money, but you're like, you know what, I feel like I'm crumbling right now, but instead of feeling, just being trapped inside that pressure, letting the pressure break you down, letting the pressure just sink in, and become you, don't let the pressure become you, make that pressure go somewhere else. Does that make sense? Um, maybe you, like, you know what, I want to go do something for somebody else, or I'm going to text my friend, I'm going to call them, see how they're doing. Or maybe you know someone that's, um, you know, homeless, or they're going through a harder time than you, maybe they've lost their job, you know, maybe someone's being bullied, whatever it may be, you direct your attention and you make that pressure worth something. Or if you see someone going through something that you're like coming out of or you came out of, you can be like, I experienced that. And not in a way like, oh, I've been there, done that. But let me walk with you through this. You know what I mean? Like, make a positive out of a negative um, with your pressure. And I really believe that that is something... God wants us to do is, you know, when we're having a hard time, sure, make sure that that you're taking care of yourself in a healthy way and that you're not, you know, dragging yourself through misery. But love one another. Think of other people, you know, and it really it really takes your mind off of things and your own situation. I truly believe that. So Uh, Like I said, I I wanted to share 
a pressure that I had that I thought about in this time uh, very recently, actually. Um, it was about probably last month, actually, uh, beginning of this year, thanks to Facebook memories. <laughs> um, you kind of forget certain things happen. You know what I mean? Um, so, like I've mentioned before, and if people know me personally, I'm a third-degree black belt in the martial arts. I started when I was just turned five years old, and um, it's a huge passion of mine, and I've always, I've always loved it, and the people that I've done it with, and um, really great memories and experience through the martial arts, and I've learned so much um, outside of just the art itself. Um, and so I've, you know, you kind of experience things. And on the Facebook memory, so I'm going through this with my family, right? I'm going through the stuff we're going through. And then I see on my Facebook memory, a memory from three years ago, saying, oh, my first day back after my concussion injury, back to, back to class, back to training. And I just remember looking at that thinking, wow. You know how you forget that certain things happen in your life? But at the time, it was literally consuming you. Like, it, it, like we're talking about pressure. It was just like all of that focus was on. And yes, other things were going on. But it was the main focus of your life and just things didn't work out because of it and certain things did and you experienced things that you never thought and then it's like time goes on and, and you forget those things happen but then when you remember it you're like wow how prominent that thing was how impactful and life-changing that thing was for positive and negative reasons well basically what happened was someone who I thought was this is probably the only um, only time that I've had a very not positive experience with a friendship or a classmate, um, in martial arts. And this person I thought was a trusted classmate and friend. And basically this person caused me to have a concussion um, while we were sparring one night, and it, it was, it was probably the most, I want to say the darkest time, but it was, it was one of the darkest times for me as, as a person, because not only was I dealing with the shock of how could someone that I thought was a friend um, go over that boundary and just go a little too far and cause me to have unnecessary pain and injury um, when that's not how my martial arts training was brought up. That's not how I we are currently taught, you know. It was just a shock emotionally and physically. And so I went through the most probably 
physically trying time that I've ever experienced. And I mean, I've broken bones and, um, or I should say one bone and, you know, sprained things and, you know, just had different injuries. But this was the most awfulest thing I've ever experienced physically. Because if you've ever experienced a head injury, it just completely debilitates you. It can, you, I mean, I can't explain, I, I don't wish it on anyone. I seriously do not. It's, and I'm not saying it's the worst injury, but it's, it's, it's beyond anything else, really. It just, it's very unique. Because, I mean, everything's, that's like our control center, you know? And, um, it was, it was awful, so... And I don't, I don't share this to belittle that person. I don't share this to um, say, woe is me. Because, like I said, I respect and love all people. And even people that have wronged me intentionally and unintentionally. Um, but this, I mean, you can't, you can't say, you can't deny um that things didn't hurt you and that things didn't alter your your life. And so this was awful. Um, and so I was taken back to this moment looking at this Facebook memory. And I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness. I, I'm not joking. I literally thought that I was going to be like that for a long time. And quite frankly, there was moments I was like, am I going to be like this for the rest of my life? Because when you have a head injury, I mean, it just, like I said, it debilitates you. I was having throbbing. Um, I, I couldn't stand light, even natural lighting. Um, I couldn't stand certain sounds. Um, I, I couldn't do certain activities that like got my blood pressure up because it just made the pain worse. And it was all in my temples. Um, was my concussion on both sides. So, I mean, it was just the pain. The pain was not just, it was like a pulsing pain. It was, it was so debilitating and I, I felt useless. I felt like my whole, like, would I be able to do martial arts again? The thing that I love, would I be able to work? Would I be able to do anything? Could I read? Could I, you know, I mean, it was just so awful and then you had the emotional part of it of like how could someone that I trusted do this to me and and you know just all the all these things and I remember crying um just out of nowhere because it was just like I would get so overwhelmed by the pressure the pressure of the situation the pressure of the actual physical pressure I was feeling in my head and I mean, I had a, uh, I mean, I guess I, I don't know if it would be called a major concussion because I didn't ever get sick or anything like that. It was just the symptoms of what I described, but I definitely had a mild concussion that was on both sides of my head. And I forgive this person. I truly do. I, if they ever come across this, I forgive you. And I don't share this to 
to belittle you or anything. I, I share this to share a very personal thing that happened to me that affected me, but it made me better. It made me a better person. It taught me things to be more careful and be more aware of what you allow, um, even in sports and, you know, things like that. And, you know, sadly, you can't trust everybody. You can't always put your guard down, literally and figuratively. And I just, I I can honestly speak from a place where I really didn't know what was going to happen the next day. If I was going to feel any better, if I was going to have the same way of life, was I was I going to go back to things that I now just, I, I didn't think that I would be able to go back to things. Was I going to be able to go back to things that I enjoyed or now I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how incredible it was to stand outside and, and look at the bright sky the sunny sky or stand in a room with natural lighting, go in Walmart and not be squinting, not having severe pain. It was, it was awful. And for months, it, it took months. It, it really did. It took at least six months, maybe eight months for me to not feel anything. Um, so I share this because it hit me in that moment when I looked at the memory that I thought there was no way out of the pressure. There was no way I was going to go back to how I was or feel anything close to it. And thank God, thank God, I truly believe he healed me. And just through natural, just me taking it easy, um, but I truly believe he healed me that I came out of that and I have no no symptoms of that concussion anymore and I'm able to go back to things that I truly love and adore to do. Um, but I know I went through that for a reason. Sure, would have I loved not to have gone through it? Absolutely. But at the same time, you know, God works in mysterious ways and I can be truly grateful for that moment. And some people may be like, you're crazy. And you know what? It's the truth, though. Think about all the things you've experienced in your life where you now have the knowledge and maybe even the caution to rethink certain things when you approach them versus when you did prior to that experience. Um, I can come from a place of knowing what physical pain is like what emotional pain is like and how you know how grateful that I am that I can wake up without pain in my head without the fear of will I be able to drive without getting awful headaches or you know all these things and will I have brain damage will I have memory loss you know all these things that I mean it's factors you have to put in and fears that come into your mind I can come from a place of betrayal of being betrayed and and wondering what did I do what provoked this 
And the truth is, I didn't do anything. I don't know why that person chose to to go a little harder that night or to hit me on the head multiple times when we were just practicing. I don't know. And it's not mine to know because this happened for a reason. I may not know the whole reason right now, but I want to encourage you, wherever you are, whatever you're experiencing, don't lose sight of your identity with whatever pressure is going on. Yes, it's going to shape you. Yes, it's going to refine you, but don't lose who you are. Don't lose who you are in Christ. Don't lose who you were made to be, your your quirks and your talents and just your personality. Don't lose that in the midst of it because that's what the enemy wants to do. I want to encourage you to draw near to God during those times. Um, prayer sometimes was the only thing that really got me through that one situation and even the situation I'm experiencing now. And also... This may sound super weird, but it's so true. Consider the pressure Jesus endured on the cross for you. And you know what's incredible? Is in those moments when you're feeling physical pain or emotional pain, you can think of Christ and you can think, you know what? I, I feel so alone. I feel like no one knows this pain I'm experiencing. And you can think about Jesus. And you can think, well, Jesus, he was beaten. He was, he was cut. He was whipped. He was gouged. He was, I mean, all these awful things. Unrecognizable, the Bible says, till he was unrecognizable. And he did nothing. So if you're out there and you're like, no one knows my pain. The Bible says that he took on our pain. He took on our, not only our sin, but he took on our pain. So that means he already took it on what you're experiencing now. So he's the only one that truly knows other than yourself what you're going through. What pressure you're feeling. What are the things that are just driving you insane and you're like, why? Why is this happening? Consider the pressure Jesus endured. And because he endured it, we have salvation. Because he endured it, we have that personal relationship opportunity with him. And I want to remind you, God is with you and for you in these moments. <sighs> when the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul, writes the psalmist in Psalm 94, 19. Rest assured, this life is filled with pressure and difficulty and loss. Jesus said, in the world... You will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33. God is with us and for us because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. 
draw near to God, give your pressures to him in both questions and in tears. I love that part. Repeatedly return to scriptures for strength, enlist the prayers of of your family, friends, colleagues, and church. As achingly difficult as it is to worship through the hardest pains, let go of your own strength and control and instead abide in God's endless supply. Just like in Isaiah 40, 28. Finally, remember that Christ endured the greatest greatest pressure on the cross for my sin and yours. Tim Tebow encourages us, God will come through in some way or another, sometimes in the form of an answer to prayer, other times in the form of comfort, peace, and perspective far above what's possible. Um, I just read a little excerpt that I found through um, a little devotional that I thought was really cool. And I loved what they said about, um, and I love the part where it says, give your pressures to him in both questions and tears. And I just want to remind you that if you're a Christian already, or if you're not a Christian, you want to become a Christian, or you're learning more about it. There is nothing wrong with you asking questions and crying and just releasing it that way, releasing that pressure that way. Because God welcomes that. God welcomes you talking to him. Questions are talking to God, you know, because here's the thing. When you ask a question to God, (laughs) He answers them. He may not answer them right away, but he answers them in his timing. And that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, sometimes you ask questions to certain people and they don't get back to you. Um, God always gets back to you. It may be not on when we want it, but he always gives us the answers we desire in our heart. And and the Bible says that he counts and not only counts, but collects our tears. Think about how intimate that is, that God collects your tears. Man. So I also just want to encourage you um, with some verses that I found related to pressure and related to hard times. And um, just to encourage you, because, you know, this is this is God's word. And, you know, I don't hear God's voice audibly, meaning like, I don't hear, hey, Megan, how you doing? Okay, God doesn't sound like that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't hear like, you know, God's voice. Like, hey, Megan, don't do that. That's that's not going to help you. Like, I don't hear that. Okay. Um, I hear nothing. Um, But in my spirit, like, the more I build my personal relationship with the Lord and the more I read his word and the more I know the attributes and the qualities and the characteristics of my God and I know who I am and my identity, I can recognize his spirit. I can recognize his prompting. I can recognize his discernment. I can recognize when he's speaking to my heart and my soul. Um, And that's how I hear from God or I'll hear from God um, through other believers or people that will just write me out of the blue, um, a very specific thing that only myself and God would know about. And I'm like, okay, 
that's how God, that's how God's talking to me. Um, but you know, people are like, ah, oh, God doesn't talk to me. Um, well, if you want to start hearing God, read his word because he's already spoken there. And the cool thing is God's voice doesn't go void. God's voice is alive, just like he is. So once he has said something or, you know, one of he's spoken through these people who wrote the different books of the Bible and wrote in his written his word, um, he's speaking to you. It's not just some, you know, dead people's word. No, this is God speaking through them to us. So just some encouragement. If you want to hear from the Lord, read his word. Um, I just want to share some verses with you just as some encouragement on this topic. Uh, James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Psalm 118, verses 5 through 6. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord, and the Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. I love this one, too, because it's like, I mean, this God's telling us. Right here, no temptation has already overtaken you, like things you've already experienced, and no temptation to come, or things that you're being tempted by, they won't overtake you. And it's, you know, it's saying God is faithful through it, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. He will never give you something that you can't handle with him. You know what I mean? Like, he, he knows our boundaries. He knows our cutoff. He knows our limits. And and here's the promise, too, if you're going through something. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. That you may be in, able to endure the pressure. That you may be able to endure the health challenge that you can't find an answer to. That you can't find a way out. The relationship that you're in that you realize this is not good. This is not healthy. How am I going to get out of this? I'm too far in. I'm too far deep. I'm too far in. I'm too far deep. That job that you're in where you're like, oh my gosh, this is just too much to handle. The pressures from my job, they're expecting me to do this and that. I mean, all these things, all these pressures. School, what are you going to be when you grow up? I don't know. What are you, what are you going to be when you grow up? But really though, like, 
there's so many avenues, there's so many options. People want answers from you that aren't controlling your life, that really don't have a say in your life. When are you gonna have well, when are you gonna get married? And then when you get married, when are you gonna have a baby? And then when you have a baby, when are you having grand, when are you gonna have grandkids, you know, it's just a never ending cycle. The pressures come from all over and you feel overwhelmed. But here it is. In his word, he says he will give you nothing more than what you can handle. Okay? And then also he's saying, yes, there may be a temptation, there may be a trial, but I will give you also, I will provide for you the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. I just want to highlight that real quick. All right, two more (laughs) voices. I almost said voices. Two more verses. Proverbs 24.10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That was a little, that was a power punch right there. That was, yep. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. That is wisdom right there. You know, let's be honest, there's days when we're like, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I can't handle anymore. You know, it's it's almost like they could put a refer to 1 Corinthians 10.13, where God says, And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And then here's Proverbs 24.10 saying, If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. So don't give up. Don't faint for a temporary problem, a temporary setback, a temporary pressure. Don't let those things end it. Because you know what? That that is just that is the ultimate plan and goal of the enemy. Is for him to be like, you know what? Hey. I took out Megan today. She said that was it. I don't have to worry about her anymore. Do you? No. No, that's not how it's going to go. Okay? No. You have to say no to the enemy. You have to say no. Because here, the book of Proverbs, aka the book of wisdom, okay, says right here, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. I, I want to be strong. I don't want to be a wimp. I don't want to be somebody that's like, I can't take this. Although sometimes I'm like, I can't take this. But I know deep down inside, no, I can take this because I have God on my side. So let that be a reminder to you. Keep going. No matter how hard it is, you are stronger than what's happening right now. Than what's happening today then the struggle that you're facing, then the decision that you have to make, then the people that you have to please, whatever it is, the deadline, the test that's due tomorrow, whatever it is, you are stronger than that. So keep going. Don't just give up. Keep going. Make the devil mad. He wants you to just quit. Don't give in. And then finally, I have Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. There it is, folks. God 
He doesn't want you suffering. He doesn't want you going through things and being miserable in life and have no purpose and be like, what am I here for? Why is this happening to me? Woe is me. Oh my gosh. All this stuff. He doesn't want that. He wants you to be happy. He has these things set in motion already, set in stone, set in plan before you were even conceived in your mother's womb that you have a life full of a future and a hope, full of purpose, full of happiness, full of the will of God, full of what he has already developed and has set up for you, ready for you to say yes to. So if you're doubting, does God hear me? Does God love me? Why am I going through this? Think about what the pressure's intention is intended for. That's another perspective that you can say. Why is this happening? Is there something more beautiful supposed to come out of it? Is there something supposed to be awakened in me that only this situation and this pressure can refine out of me? What is he trying to refine me out of? What is he trying to weed out? What is he trying to bring to light? What is a tool he wants me to add to my toolbox? So, folks, that's it. That's what I'm. That's where I'm at. So, this is uh, this is something that's been on my heart to share. And also, I just I want to give you guys a little homework per se. It's not really homework. It's just like go listen to this song <laughs> is your homework. Um, so if you know you're driving to work or driving to school or you just have a like 12 minutes to listen to a song. I would love, I would absolutely love for you to listen to this song that I found last year that has become one of my favorites. Um, just to put on and man, it just shifts. Everything shifts when you put on the song. It's called Refiner. R-E-F-I-N-E-R. Refiner. And it's by Maverick City Music. It's about 12 minutes long. Absolutely incredible. Um, and it really goes with what we talked about and how God is our refiner. So I just encourage you, um, maybe after this episode or when you have a few moments when you can just sit or even if you're driving, just play that song and really listen to the lyrics and really listen to how the Holy Spirit moves in that song, um, and how, God refines, he has a purpose for everything. And that's why he's a refiner is he takes even the hardest moments that don't make sense to us and he weaves them so perfectly into everything in your future that it benefits it. it you reap back from it. You, um, He blesses you for going through that. And it might be through helping somebody else or... Um, just having knowledge, whatever it may be. I, I hope you can look at your pressures that you're experiencing or the ones that you've experienced in the past even and, you, and you're not quite sure what their purpose was in your life. I hope you can look at it from a new perspective that they're purposeful. That yeah, they hurt a whole lot, but they're purposeful and it was for a purpose. And it's not for it's not for not it's not for nothing um so that's my little thing for you guys and i just also wanted to end 
with this one analogy. So I just wanted to close with this one thing. Um, so my name is Megan, obviously, um, M-E-G-A-N. And my, I, I don't know if it's for my specific spelling. I think it is. But um, you know how they have like what your name means, you know, those little cards and everything. Well, I found out many years ago when I was younger um, that my name means pearl, P-E-A-R-L. Like the thing that's in oysters, pearl. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, that's cool. I don't know what the significance of that is, but pearl, that's cool. You know, pearls are pretty. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) It's funny how certain things just click in my mind and the Lord shows you certain things. I felt led to share this. Um, Do you know how a pearl is formed? So while I was doing research on, you know, refining and all this stuff, the pearl came to mind in the process that a pearl is formed. And if you didn't know, how is a pearl formed? Um, The formation of a natural pearl begins when a foreign substance slips into the oyster between the mantle and the shell, which irritates the mantle. It's kind of like the oyster getting a splinter. The oyster's natural reaction is to cover up that irritant to protect itself. This eventually forms a pearl. And um, it's a, a defense mechanism when they cover do that coating over that irritation, the, the clam or the sh- oyster. Uh, I'm sorry, oyster in this instance. And the mollusk secretes a fluid to co- coat the irritant. Layer upon layer of this coating is deposited on the irritant until a lustrous pearl is formed. Just think how incredible that is. Think how significant that is. This thing that is formed in an oyster and, and harvested, and then we as a society in the world have made strands of necklaces, you know, of pearls, strands of pearls for people to wear or, you know, earrings and, and, and they're looked so much upon them. And I mean, it's, it's like a prized possession, you know, and they're worth so much. And, but do we know how they're formed? Do we know how this beautiful thing is formed? It, it started out as an irritant. It literally says here, it's like the oyster getting a splinter. And yet, what did the oyster do with that irritant? What did the oyster do with that pressure? He made something beautiful out of it. Think about that. And you know what's another incredible thing? Is that the Bible says... <laughs> The Bible says that heaven's gates are pearly, the pearly gates, right? When we go to heaven one day, if we have Christ in our heart and we're saved and we've asked for his forgiveness and we go up to heaven, we will go through those pearly gates. Do you know the significance of that? I, it's to show, it's, it's a symbol that we once 
were that splinter. We were once that irritant. And Christ was that coating. Christ dying on the cross for our sins, covering over us. He was that layer that made us no longer that irritant. That when you looked at us, all you saw was a beautiful pearl. So, let that irritant, let God take that irritant, let God take that pressure and make something beautiful out of it. I love you all. I'm excited for season two. Like I said, I have some incredible guests planned for you all. Um, I'm going to give you a little hint. Next week, we're going to have the beautiful Jennifer Arrington on the podcast. Um, incredible story, incredible woman. Can't wait for you all to hear her um, incredible story. And I know it'll bless you all. And um, I know this one was a little different. Um, if you're listening to this episode, if yeah, if you're listening to this episode or this podcast for the first time, um, I usually have guests on, but I am planning to do more of these. Um, at least do one solo episode every month, uh, just to kind of break it up and share some things that have been in my heart for months and even some writings and things like that um, to encourage you with. So if you like this, please let me know. It, it you know, I never want to put something out there that people don't like or don't benefit from. Um, so I really hope that uh, this blessed you, that this encouraged you, that, um, you know, I'm I'm sharing this from a place where I'm experiencing this myself. Um, you know, this is not just like, hey, guys, do your best. You know, I my life's great. No, you know, we're all, we all go through things, right? So I hope this was an encouragement to you. Love you all. And stay tuned because season two is going to be epic, you guys. Um, see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and supporting the hope and purpose behind it. If you like this, please share it with your friends. Screenshot this podcast and post it to your socials. And be sure to tag me at the.megan.perspective. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Be sure to like and follow for updates. Follow this podcast on Spotify. Leave a review on iTunes. And feel free to contact me directly in my DM or by email, the Megan Perspective Podcast at gmail.com. Because hey, every little bit helps. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have something to say.